0: This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. Let's talk about what's been happening in the news of late. <laughs> um, I've pulled a couple articles out of, the, out of the RJ this week, and I want to talk about them. The first one's from Barbara Holland. Now, she writes in the RJ all the time about homeowner association issues. And the title of the article is, HOA Community Lighting is a Matter of Security. Again, this is from Barbara Holland uh, just earlier this week. And uh, the, the the reader wrote in, Our community is small, less than 60 homes, with private streets, without any overhead streetlights. The builder planned the community to be illuminated only by coach lights affixed to the exterior walls or garages of the individual homes. Um, such lighting creates a real character of the community, but results in a certain degree of darkness at night. I like the way they wrote that. A certain degree of darkness or... The other way, he could have said a lack of light. <laughs> he could have said that, uh, but no overhead lighting of any kind or any type of high intensity in, uh, exterior lighting will be allowed on individual units or common elements. That's in the that's in their in their uh, bylaws. Wow, in the covenant, in the CCNRs, it says they cannot have any high volume lighting on the exterior of the property. So some owners have a fixed additional exterior lighting fixtures, commonly referred to as security lighting, on the exterior of their dwellings. He wants to know: Does does Nevada revise statutes? Uh, make any reference to a homeowners' right to install a form of security or safety device. Now, Barbara, to her credit, at the end of the article says, "No, it really doesn't." There's nothing specific to lighting in in the uh, in the NRS. There's nothing there. However, in one thousand, nine hundred and eighty-six, this is her answer. Uh, in one thousand, nine hundred and eighty-six, the California Supreme Court heard a case pertaining to the lack of appropriate exterior lighting at a condominium association. I won't name it. Um, the association board denied the architect's request by a plaintiff to install additional lighting. Under the cover of darkness in October, the plaintiff was, in fact, attacked. Um, and this was not the first time that happened at, at her property. In April, she was also burglarized that same year. Uh, the record shows that the homeowner and her location were concerned about the lack of appropriate light, and the plaintiff had requested on more than one occasion to obtain permission from the board to install additional lighting. Having heard no response, she did it, and then was served a violation, and then had a hearing requ- requiring them to remove all the lights. The board decision was based upon the language in the government documents. She sued the association and won. She's allowed to put the lights on her house for security reasons. I think it's important to understand HOAs do, you know, the CC&Rs and the bylaws are there for a reason, They're, but they can be changed. That association needs to change their CC&Rs. They need to change that and take right. that out because you don't want that kind of a conflict. If somebody misinterprets that down the road that doesn't let somebody put lighting up and God forbid they get hurt, that HOA is in a world of hurt. I had another article by our favorite writer at the RJ, uh, Eli Siegel. Uh, it's titled, Foreclosure Ban Extension Likely to Help Struggling Las Vegas. Now, he's talking about foreclosure ban that just got extended until the end of June. And basically now homeowners can ask for help or forbearance right up through the end of this time, right through the end of June. So if you're right. having any difficulties paying your mortgage, contact your lender. Don't ignore this. If you'll take anything away from our program today... Do not ignore this. If you're having difficulty paying your mortgage, contact your lender. They likely will be able to help you. In the article, um, Eli mentions that the White House on Tuesday announced residential foreclosures will remain blocked through June, and homeowners now have until the end of June to enroll in so-called forbearance programs to temporarily pause or lower their payments. Um, now, it's important to understand that these numbers are nothing like they were in the mid-2000s, however. I want to make sure I emphasize that because some people are out there screaming doom and gloom that everyone, we're going to have a foreclosure crisis again. It's not good, but it's not like it was. No. Uh, mortgage payments are or at least 90 days late on six, a little over 6% of Las Vegas area home loans in November compared to 3.9% nationally. And that's up from a little over 1.5% as a normal number. Despite Las Vegas' elevated delinquency rate, a far greater share of homeowners fell behind on a mortgage during the Great Recession of a decade or so around the mid-2000s. The real estate bubble burst and the broader economy tanked. As CoreLogic previously reported, 19.4% of Las Vegas-area mortgages were behind 90 days. That's like three times as much. Right. Uh, More than three times as much. Um, And that rose from 0.6% in 2006, so it was even lower going into that. Um, of course, remember, in 2006, we were the fastest-growing city in the country, and um, and everybody was buying multiple homes. That's how we got into trouble in the first place. That's, right. that's how it all happened. You've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. If you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, just call me off air or text me at 702-203-1165. You can also check us out on the web at lvrealestateradio.com or on our handle on social media at LV Real Estate Radio. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on the new 101.5 FM, 720 AM. K Don, the Talk of Las Vegas.